What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We have a fun one for you today. We are reviewing with Schwa Hall and Max Gavin as they are the owners of Memento Zero Proof Lounge, which officially opens tomorrow, Saturday, October 28th at 10 a.m. in Fishers, Indiana. They are located off 116th Street in the First Internet Bank building. So grand opening is tomorrow, the 28th, 10 a.m., going for coffee. They'll be open all day into the evening, go for zero-proof cocktails. They are the first non-alcoholic lounge here in Indianapolis. So we kick things off uh, by introducing Schwa and Max. We get some latest updates about how things have been going with the lounge. We last spoke to them at the start of the year, episode 206, if you want some more backstory, uh, but we dive right in. So we catch up on everything they've been tackling. They've had a few issues with their construction, some other big projects. So it is interesting to hear how things progress when you're building a physical location, a brick and mortar, what goes right, what goes wrong, how they they pivot and kind of navigate through those t- challenges. So they took us through those, uh, which was very interesting to hear how they navigated that. And then we dive into the heart of the lounge, especially their interior design. Schwa and Max spent a lot of time and effort and creative design on making sure the inside of the lounge uh, really uh, is... is exuberant of of memento zero proof as a brand and whole from the the light fixtures to the artwork on the wall they dialed in on every component they could possible and it was interesting they even talked to us about budget things they had to cut let go for now but are still in long-term plans so you really get a good inside look at what it's like to open a brick and mortar shop so tim i know this was our second time sitting down with them what'd you think about round two yeah, I loved it. I'm excited to check this place out. And it was exciting to bring them on the first time earlier this year for episode 206 and then hearing the progress they've made uh, this year so far. And yeah, I can't, I'll be there uh, this weekend at some point, um, but I definitely want to pop by and see what it's like there. Uh, for part of this episode, we talk about just the non-alcoholic beverage industry, how much it's grown, what's driving that. I thought it was interesting to hear from their perspective since they're in the space, why that is and what's driving it. Um, and then, yeah, if any place you go to, whether it's a restaurant, coffee shop, uh, bar, um, it's more about like the emotions you feel when you get in there and, and what the experience is like. And so because they're going to be open for like a full day and into the night, kind of ask them like what people can expect with the experience uh, during the daytime, but also the nighttime. And um, I think that's a good part there. And then, yeah, we talk about their menu course so their their drink menu they unveil um the actual drinks they're going to be selling uh they they talk about kind of the seasonal menus that are on the horizon and then um yes there is food so they talk about some of the food they're going to be offering um so i thought that was interesting and then yeah we just get their thoughts about kind of their upcoming goals um their vision for the lounge um and then i want to really understand like what sets their brand apart from other ones? Because I know there will be multiple ones that end up popping up and um, at some point. And I, we really wanted to ask them, since they got their foothold, what makes it different? I thought that was really interesting to hear about. Um, so, yeah, you guys should go check it out. Again, it is located at 8701 East 116th Street, Suite 145, Fishers, Indiana. Um, they're open t- tomorrow or today, whenever you listen to it. Uh, October 28th, 10 a.m. Um, and their regular hours are Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to midnight. 
and then Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. So, yeah, and you guys are going to love this episode. Uh, you can listen to episode 206 first if you want to, or you can listen to this one. Um, I'd recommend listening to this one because it's more current. So without further ado, episode 218, Shua Hall and Max Gavin, the co-founders of Memento Zero Proof Lounge. So we're here with Schwa and Max, round two. You guys have a big grand opening coming up, so uh, let's dive right, right into it. What do we got coming up, boys? Yep, so we can finally announce it after a year and some change. Yeah, nine almost, months, almost, yeah, two, almost years. two years. Uh, we are opening on October 28th, yep. 2023. So go. sober October, Halloween. just barely going to make it, and mm-hmm. then Halloween. Yeah, yeah which... Fits on brand, I feel like, right. for a Halloween opening. The right. goth death and the skeleton. Yeah, and right that, before the so. big day. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, yeah, guys. Congrats. That's coming. big time. Yep. So then uh, that week on the 27th, we'll be doing a VIP party, which is for people like you guys and influencers, oh, podcasters, graphic oh, <laughs> designers. Oh, people from the city. Right, people Hopefully from the, city, the mayor, maybe. The mayor will yeah. be invited and all that stuff. So, so I heard, Tim, you and I basically have a key to the city now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. I've, I I've made it as a podcast. <laughs> In and out, that's exactly what I heard. That's awesome. That's great. Oh, that'll be yeah. a lot Maybe of fun. you guys can find some, some new guests at the yeah. party. Oh, I'm sure yeah. you can. Get the well, mayor yeah. on. See how that goes. So, yeah, we've got that planned and... That day in Fishers is also Boo Bash, uh, mm-hmm. which is basically an event mm-hmm. where a bunch of uh, businesses and vendors go to the uh, city green and uh, hand out candy to kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll have a booth set up there with some employees handing out like stickers and menus and candies to kids mm-hmm. and obviously menus and stuff for the adults. Yeah, cool. Um, which will be nice because it's like a walking distance from our location. So we'll be able to say, They'll be like, hey, we never heard of you. Where are you guys? We'll be mm-hmm. like literally right over there, and we're open today for the first time yep. ever. Yeah. Awesome. Be, we'll have a nice funnel of awesome. a whole bunch of kids. I think last year, I'm trying to remember, they made us buy, what was it, 5,000? Yeah, we were expected to see 3,000 kids, and we ended up seeing, I think, 5,800 maybe. Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's a lot, of which obviously not necessarily too – two parents for each kid but right one to two parents per kid so mm-hmm. a bunch of adults and stuff too which is obviously more of our demographic right. than the children mm-hmm. so hopefully that'll be a nice funnel for uh opening day so. yeah. yeah great do you know the, the time yet did you say yeah oh day? yeah no i did not say so we will be opening at 10 a.m and we'll still be staying open till midnight on opening day perfect very so, cool love it yes yes and yeah. then uh sunday uh and then Monday through Thursday is uh, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. So. Excellent. Excellent. Very nice. And Good range the, of hours. Yeah. I like and that. What's your all's address just for people listening? Uh, it's 8701 East 116th Street, uh, Fishers, Indiana, Suite. 145. Beautiful. God, Beautiful. I'm glad you memorized that. <laughs> I had to you think for a down. second. That was smooth. Yeah. I like that. I like oh, well, that. our suite number has changed around. Yeah, like a few, a few times. times. Yeah. We were 140, then we were 145A, then we were 145B, then they dropped the letter system. So it's just yeah. 145. Yeah. It's a new building, so everybody else is also moving yeah. in and everything's Got constantly it. changing. Got it. Yeah. yeah. First inter- internet bank building, right? Yes. Right. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. For, yeah, for yeah. those people, that, for that identifier. That's good. But, and last time you were here, what, what was it, like January? January, yeah. Yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was you, 206. Yeah. 206. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and you guys had, like, I think then you guys had the location locked down or, yep. like, it was in final terms. Yep. So what are the big things that you guys have been working on? 
obviously we got our construction permits uh uh-huh. started construction uh currently uh, i was just there on friday We've got dr- all the drywall up um, yeah, on the just bar, and um, they're going to start painting on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, yeah, quickly after that, we'll uh, they'll finish floors, finish bathrooms, and then we'll get the muralist in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the so, yeah, since then, that. we've had to uh, get sign permits so we can get our sign up, which will be going up uh, either this weekend or early the following like Monday Tuesday ish, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's really when it's gonna be like, oh my god, we're yeah. doing this. When you get the signs. You see the sign up on yeah. the yeah. building. Yeah. It was a big moment for us to see drywall in yeah. there because there's like yeah. real rooms now, yeah. which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's like a but hallway. And when that sign hits the building, it's that feeling is gonna Came be on. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's so good. Cool. Okay, great, great. So, um, just wanna. Backtrack real quick. Are you guys kid-friendly, certain hours with kids? Yeah, so we're going to be all ages during the day, um, and then after 8 p.m., we're going to go to 18 up. We don't want to do 21 up because we still want the young adult crowd to be able to come in, but we do want to keep that bar atmosphere at night. Um, So we want to try and get rid of anybody under 18 for those hours. Yeah, love it, love it. Um, Okay, so you guys were talking about the design process. Last Uh time we talked, you had a speakeasy vibe, you know, Uh round tables, all that's still the same. Any changes? Um, A little bit of changes. We've had to make some – so something else that happened in the design process is something they call value engineering, (laughs) which is where you get Sounds above my pay grade. (laughs) (laughs) You get the – Full cost of the construction and all of the equipment and all of the um, furniture and all that. And then you kind of looking at it like, whoa. <laughs> so then you're like, uh, how can we make this cheaper? Which is what they call value engineering. So we had maybe a month of value engineering. Yeah, just meeting Working meeting. with the con- contractors and the vendors for the contractors mm-hmm. and the designers and the equipment guys. Architects. All of that just to get the cost to be manageable. <laughs> because... Yeah. Obviously, you start with everything we could hope and dream for the space, and then you got to kind of get more realistic. So we've had to make some sacrifices here and there, which has been hard. But obviously, yeah. I'd rather get open than mm-hmm. like not. Yeah, <laughs> I one, guess. Of, yeah. one so. of the big things I think we realized is you, just because you cut some of these things at the beginning, we kind of experienced that if you choose the right things to cut, even if they're things that you want more there are things you can add later sure. into the business, right? So once we actually get open and we're bringing in income, we can always go back and add some of these things. Mm-hmm. So part of that process that was really interesting is you have to really determine like, okay, if I take this out, is that going to be final? Like, will I ever be able to add this yeah, back right. into the business? Mm-hmm. And then you have to choose from there. So it was a really interesting process. Yeah, yeah. I think the major things we cut or postponed are uh, – we're going to have these beautiful church lights. Um, if you guys have ever been to church, they're like the big tube kind of oh, yeah. church lights. That oh, thing. yeah. I'm with you. We were going to do that to give it the more gothic church feel, um, but they were like $1,000 per light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, so and you had to have like a special sort of wiring and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then they were telling us, so you can't use the light bulbs that come in those church lights, so they'd have to go in and, like, remanufacture the inside of it to be LED bulbs. Oh, right. my gosh. Okay. So it was going to end up being, like, I think we ended up saving, like, at least 5K on them, but yeah. I feel like it was closer it's to 10 It's not 10K. nothing. Yeah, closer yeah. to 10, yeah. And you could probably find 
lights that can mimic that, that right. with a, so, a more gothic Yeah, aesthetic. we've been searching and are going to look to see if a church, honestly, is just like getting rid of them or like updating yeah. and get some off of Facebook Marketplace or something. Mm-hmm. And then we can retrofit them for LEDs later. But mm-hmm. we that's one of the situations where they said, well, let us put in the wiring for it yeah. so that when the time comes, you guys can connect lights to them. Yeah, Because yeah. otherwise, it's going to be like a whole pain to get all the electrical yeah. all up in there. Right. So. It should essentially be plug-and-play now since yeah. we've got already nice. built that So we in. had to cut that. We cut <laughs> the amount of flying buttresses that we mm-hmm. have. We were supposed to have eight, and yeah. now we're doing four, mm-hmm. which that's just... All right, so describe to me a flying buttress because I don't, I don't really. <laughs> that, know. Is the the easiest, that is a really odd term for somebody um, who doesn't. The know easiest way would be to show you because, because yeah. they're basically. I'll plug an image for people that yeah, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I'll plug in an image right here. Yeah, what, they're really hard to describe buttresses. without seeing. You, them. Once you you'll see recognize them, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah I get okay, you. Okay, got it. They're got it. these things on a church. Like the pieces that stick oh, off. Like the pieces that stick out. So we've got some of those sticking out. Over so, the entrance. For, yeah. I guess for people listening, the way I would describe it is if you've seen the animated gargoyle. Yes. Yeah. What they perch yes. onto. Yes. Like, exactly. Or yeah, like the uh, Notre Dame. Yeah. 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 The hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame, like the outside yep. of the church. It's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Okay. His, so. his perch, like a Batman perch, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. But on the edge of a gothic yeah. church. So yeah, so got we've that. got some steel ones of those that are going up on the wall right when you yeah. walk in the door that kind of hang over you. But we had to mm. cut the amount of those yeah. in half. Um, <laughs> Boy, you're really pleased about all these things, Schwab. <laughs> right. yeah. Listen, it was very hard for me because, you know, my background's in marketing, and mm-hmm. I was like, the, when we set out to do this, we really wanted to make it a, we called it like Instagram trap. Mm. Uh, was really how we approached the design. So losing some of the aesthetic stuff really kind of hurts because that's part of the stuff that sets it apart from just any other shop. Mm -hmm. Because you walk in and you're like, whoa. They put time and care and like, I've never seen a design like this. So it bums me out, but... Function sure. is a little bit more important yeah. than aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. The There's the been day. like some weird changes too. Like we have a whole disagreement over this, but <laughs> somehow, some way, it made it cheaper for us to rotate the floor tiles so that they're not diagonal. Yeah, and that like save us like a thousand. Yeah, like pretty drastically <laughs> dropped the price. Somehow. Would have never guessed that. They're the same tiles. So going to the, same the dude spot. just wasn't good at geometry. Don't knock. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> right. Neither was I. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's great. But yeah. uh, you guys are still going to have the mural, I take it? Yeah. I know yep. that was a big, you know, what you call Instagram trap. That was big yes. for you guys. You walk in, they see a sweet mural on the wall. Yeah. Um, tell us about that. What's the, the design of that going to be? Yeah, so we've been working with Abigail Staffelback. Uh, she's a great muralist, great designer, great artist. Um, so our mural has mostly stayed the same. Um, there was a while there during value engineering for that where we were wondering if we were going to have to condense it to one wall mm. or maybe add some less detail. Add some less detail? Subtract detail, <laughs> I guess is the way you <laughs> hey, would say that. I got make up anything you want on this show. <laughs> right. Floor is yours, man. Um, so, but luckily uh, we were able to maintain the integrity of the mural. Yeah. So it's going to be... Um, one wall, when you first walk in on the left, is going to be sort of death imagery. We've got, um, we call them Skeletoni, but the Grim Reaper, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, with some cool shades on, uh, with our brand colors, which neither of us are wearing the merch today. But it's like a it's teal, yeah, teal red, and pink pinkish color. So he's going to be wearing some shades. Kind of like, like 3D, 3D glasses, glasses basically. Oh, cool. yeah. but cool. Like the, the red and the blue. And the lenses. Yeah. So he's wearing some shades, and then there's like this undead raven behind him. Um, like a, what do you call it? A 
pocket watch? Yeah, like a timepiece pocket watch hanging oh, from its yeah. beak. Oh, nice. Very then, cool. Uh, nice. Very cool. He's holding, like, a flower, basically, and it kind of, like, expands onto the big wall that you'll see from the street, and that's got his hand on it and a bunch of pink and blue flowers. Yeah, so yeah. he's kind of, like, yeah. reaching around the corner, holding the flower, and the petals Very come cool. off of it to make more flowers on the wall. Uh, so Very it's kind cool. of and a... Yeah. Those are all our brand colors, too, so it all oh, ties yeah. so cool. together. Oh, that's yeah. going to be awesome. I love it. That's going to be so cool. You know, I think... Yeah, it sucks to, you know, lose half your flying buttresses. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Max, to your point, and, and it's a great one that you made, is yes, you guys have to focus on the sexiness part of the business. Like aesthetics is is half of what your business right. is. But there are things that you can do after you generate cash yeah, flow. Yeah, exactly. Where you're still going to create the maybe not exact ambiance, but 85 90% there mm, where people, right. they get it. It's like, ah, oh, this is kind of deathly you know you know right. from death to life vibe and uh, a little more gothic touch which i don't think any spots around here have that yeah. feeling anyway to it right. even a normal bar um so i think that is really going to differentiate just environments people can go to but the fact that you guys uh have the wherewithal to let's set it up for what we want later right right let's get going because you're almost two years in let's just get up and running mm-hmm be the first kids on the block doing this, create yes. the name, and then you can do the extras later. Yes. Yeah, Speaking absolutely. of the first kids on the block thing, I was I was reading a stat that um, Generation NA, shout out to them, they're in, uh, almost said Terre Haute, not Terre Haute, uh, West Lafayette, um, yeah. uh, alcohol-free uh, bottle shop. Um, I think they're the biggest one in the state, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But shout out to them. Uh, they posted something from some news article that said by 2030, the NA beverage space will be at $1.89 trillion, wow. which is insane. Really? It's insane. Do you it's know from, what, it's at, what it's at right now? I don't know what it's at right now. I'd have to double check. But I know that since we started, it's grown 30%. Wow. And so it's important for us, to, like you said, to get open and, as soon as possible yeah, before yeah. other people start opening them. And then we can't claim to be the first. Like mm-hmm. Right now we are. And yeah. mind you that... 30% stat when we started this company the prediction was that we'd hit that 30% mark in 2025 right and we've already hit it wow. in 2023 okay. so, so it's growing even more rapidly than we thought so what do you guys think is driving that is it purely people being more conscious about their health do you think it's that and something else what what are the main drivers you think that are pushing this at such a rapid rate because that's right exponentially yeah, yeah, quick that's insane. <laughs> yeah I think it's think? I think it's a lot of things um, I think health is definitely a big one um, I think the younger generations we're starting to see are not starting to drink, so there's no stopping mm. for them. They just yeah. never started to begin with. Yeah. Um, but I think another big reason we're seeing such a growth is not just in the NA space and the sober community, but in all types of communities, you're seeing a lot of people trying to break stigmas right now. Mm. And one of those stigmas is that being sober, you can't have fun, you can't have friends, you can't go out and sure. do things. Yeah. And so with everybody trying to break all these stigmas, a lot more of the sober community is coming forward and being outgoing about the fact that they are sober. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's bringing to light a lot of information to people that never would have even thought about going sober before. Yeah. Now they're getting to see all this stuff on social media and all of this new information about how it can be healthy for you to be sober and you know you can go out and do things still and go out and experience a bar even if you're not drinking alcohol um and so i think that's pushing it forward Mm -hmm. quite a bit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah excellent yeah i think it's kind of a domino effect um 
on our side of the industry, like the people who sell the NA stuff, mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of feeding into it too because as more and more options pop up, um, people get excited about them. Um, they get excited about the new opportunity of a new industry that's booming, which gets more people in it, which makes the industry boom more. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in that mm-hmm. way that the more people's tat off uh, stats like I just did of oh one point whatever trillion by 2030 then other people will hear it they'll be like oh we gotta get in this and it'll just kind of build it up to actually make that stat come true mm-hmm. and then I think also the more uh, customers who see people like us Generation NA Lauren's AF and they see that oh there's like Athletic Brewing and Bravis Brewing and all these companies then they go when they're at bars and stuff they're like asking the bartender hey, what other NA options do you guys have? And uh, maybe those bartenders are starting to realize I'm getting more requests. So they're telling their managers or whoever's in charge, and then they're starting to offer more. So I think it's all just kind of feeding into Mm -hmm. itself. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. I love that. Yeah, one, uh, going back to, like, the design piece and, like, also, like, the customer focus piece of it. Mm -hmm. Going into this, I was – telling people I was going to interview guys and I was gathering questions from people and one question people were asking is what will the experience be like for people coming into the shop and I guess like how will that experience change between the daytime and the nighttime I've gotten questions like will this be like a coffee shop vibe will this be like uh like restaurant vibe Mm -hmm. like hangout like can you describe the experience people can expect yeah I'd say to some degree some of that will come after we're open. It'll kind of yeah. define itself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that we've envisioned it and planned for it to be is we definitely want to lean into the lounge uh, vibe of it all rather mm-hmm. than a traditional restaurant or like even like a sports bar. Or like There's kind of different versions of all, the, all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, we will serve coffee and cocktails both during the day and at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obviously, we expect more coffee sales before 5 p.m., I would say, in the morning, all of that time. We'll probably lean towards coffee, and then we expect more cocktail stuff in the later parts just because who's getting a latte at 11 o'clock at night? Not that many people. <laughs> some people might, but not that many people. So I think somehow, some to some degree, it'll just kind of naturally separate itself, but... Um, I feel personally attacked on that latte thing. I mean, people do it. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time. Yeah, the, the college demographic, if they're staying up writing a right. paper or something. People do it. I'm not the type. I, I cut myself off usually by noon because yeah. I'm very affected by caffeine. Um, it just depends on what I got going on the next day. Right, right, I go right, to bed, right. Then Fair. I usually cut myself off. But um, as far as, like, the ordering and all of that goes, um, we will have order and pay. So you can order and pay from your seat. So you don't even have to interact with an employee if you want don't want to you can come in sit down or scan the little qr code order and pay and just work kind of like coffee shop vibes where you're Mm -hmm. just here to work headphones on zoned in um if you're feeling more sociable and you just like maybe you've got an hour lunch break or whatever and you come down to the bar and you just want to grab a I call them work beers since they're mm-hmm. in a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a work beer and sit right at the bar, talk to the bartender. You can have that same vibe going on and not really bother the dude in the corner working on his laptop. So I think it'll be just sort of a communal workspace, co-working space kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then during the evenings on weekends and stuff, we're going to try to 
get it a little more lively or have some live music, mm-hmm. poetry nights, open mic nights, uh, very cool karaoke, karaoke very uh, yeah, cool stuff like that. A lot so, of things yeah. you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you you mentioned people on their lunch hour. Are you guys going to have any? Any food, snacks, appetizers? I think we touched on this the first episode, mm-hmm. but now that we're a little closer, you probably have things a little more set right. in stone menu-wise. So right. obviously I want us to get into some of the drinks. I, you know, We see you guys on social media. You're crafting new, yes. new cocktails yes. all the time. Absolutely. Um, are you having any food with that too? So if someone is on lunch, they can grab a little bite. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think we're doing like mostly small plate stuff. So one of the challenges we ran into with construction in this space you can't have any ventilation where we're at. Mm. So any type of cookware that's going to give off any sort of emission, we cannot do in that space. Um, So we're, you know, there are ways you can get around that. And again, leaving options open for ourselves, we could get, if we needed it, a hoodless oven at some point that does Mm. its own ventilation inside the unit, right? But for now, to make things easier and get going, we're going to do things like panini presses and toaster oven, that kind of thing. Um, so lots of sandwiches, small plates. People love sandwiches, yeah. man. Yep. Yeah, 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 I'm one of them. And you have the medium, too, at the grill? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You guys are on. Yeah. 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 One of the ones um, that we have is the pizzanini, which is... Uh, <laughs> By skeleton. Yes, exactly. It's going to have the mozzarella, the sourdough. Uh, no. It's gonna have. Fuck you guys, see you are. Right. We're gonna have um, sourdough, uh, sourdough bread. We're gonna try to source local from like Amelia's or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, some pasta sauce we might or pizza sauce we might get that from Angelo's, mm-hmm. which is the uh, Italian. Um, what do you call it? Shop. Yeah. Market. There's I'm an Italian market, market like. Basically down the street from us. Very cool. Uh, it's a locally owned. He's, from, shout out to him, by the yeah. way. He's awesome. It's, yeah. I mean, so he doesn't do anything cooked. It's all take home and cook. But he does fresh pasta every morning, fresh yeah. sauce, wow. meatballs, focaccia bread, like yeah. cheeses, all kinds so of stuff. So yeah. everything yeah, you would yeah. need to make an Italian dinner, you yeah. can go get all your ingredients from him and then bring it home to cook it. Wow. That's yeah. right. And that's Angelo's. Yeah, yeah. Angelo's. Yeah. 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 Good plug. Awesome. Good plug. Very cool. good cool. stuff. So we have source. We're, we're going to try to source as much of the food from Indiana as possible. Mm-hmm. Local honey, local uh, uh, milk. We're mm-hmm. even using lo- local uh, creamery. Um, so yeah, the pizza nini will have some pasta sauce, some mozzarella, um, some pepperoni, um, so a little pesto, and then sourdough. And it'll just kind of be like sort of like a calzone sort of thing, oh, wow. mm-hmm. nice. um, but just as a panini. So that's mm-hmm. like one of them. Then we'll have one um, that'll be more of a breakfast one. Um, the description is like, why don't you, our whole brand is, you know, live a little uh, memento mori. Don't forget to live your life. So one mm-hmm. of them uh, is the Nutella uh, bacon uh Stop panini. Stop. Yeah. So it's got <laughs> it's got cinnamon uh, toast bread, uh, Nutella spread with some bacon. So the Ooh. description is like live a little and indulge. You guys are this bad morning. Man. Yes, you guys you said that. Everybody's just gonna hear grumbling from our stomachs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one will have a few takers, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So we got stuff like that. We've That's got good. some healthier stuff, like some yogurt bowls with some fresh fruit and granola. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. not like acai, but like lit- actual yogurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some like more like a parfait. So stuff like that. Um, 
we're, we're looking for some soft pretzels right now to do for like soft pretzels with like beer cheese, just like more mm-hmm. bar food for <laughs> yeah. the evenings. So it'll we'll be probably simple do some food, sort of but... bar mix, like Chex Mix style yeah, thing. Right. We'll do in little containers. So that's yeah. that's mostly what we're doing on the food side of things. On the drink side of things, one food question, real quick. Yeah, Sorry yeah, to cut yeah. you off. No, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to be the guy that asks, but someone else is probably wondering: any gluten free oh, breads? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. gluten free bread. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, my wife yeah included. exactly. <laughs> I got yeah, you, people. I'm with you again. Looking for local bakeries to to source that from. I don't know if Amelia's does gluten free, but I would imagine. Cool. At this point, they have to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah. the sandwiches will definitely have gluten-free options. A lot of the beers are gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to try to do that, some vegan options, stuff like mm-hmm. that, too. Cool, so, cool. Yeah. For sure. Uh, on the drink side of yep. things, though, we've <laughs> that's been interesting because, as you guys know, our date has been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. So the amount of menus we've created, <laughs> and we we've thought we had the launch menu set in stone and then we had to switch it to fall and now even just this last couple days we've been like oh man but october 28th like like we're we've got about a month of fall but as soon as black friday hits we've got to go winter right Mm. and so it's like do we launch it with and i made the whole like the whole menu drink wise already but it's like do we launch with that one where it's fall drinks and then just have that for a few weeks and then launch the winter one or do we you know what i'm saying it's kind of weird for sourcing do we get a bunch of inventory for like a whole swath of fall vibe drinks and then once you know black friday and christmas hit people don't really want pumpkin they want peppermint mocha Mm -hmm. you know so we decided i think we're pretty set now on doing a smaller launch menu for cocktails and lattes Mm -hmm. so like uh six to seven cocktails because originally we were aiming for like 12 to 14 like we're calling ourselves like a cocktail lounge like the main thing is our cocktails and our craft coffee we also have beer and wine but like we're really selling like our artisanal cocktail recipes and Mm -hmm. shit so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I think we're going to do like six to seven fall drinks at the beginning. Um, same thing with the latte side. And then once Black Friday hits, literally on that day, launch our winter menu, which we'll keep until February when we'll do a little uh, Valentine's mm-hmm. menu. And then we'll switch to spring for March. Um, and so you'll be able to still order the fall stuff on Black Friday until inventory runs out, basically, because mm-hmm. obviously there's minimums on this stuff. So there's going to be some stuff left over. But so we're going to open with a smaller menu. And then when winter comes, launch a full winter okay. menu with like yes. 12 winter content. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like so that. That's kind of how we're doing it. Figured it'd be easier on our employees that way coming into a new business. Right. They don't sure. Training they wise, they don't have to memorize 14 month. drinks. Yeah. They just right. have to memorize right. like six. It's so good yeah. spread. It's good that'll spread. be easier. Um, as far as revealing some of those, um, we've got um, our poison apple cider, uh, which will be an on tap drink. So uh, we'll be making our own ginger beer uh, for that. It'll have uh, bourbon. It's got bourbon, apple cider, uh, ginger syrup, and then we'll infuse it with carbonated water. So or you can just call that ginger beer, but mm-hmm. um, so it'll have that and some vanilla in it. So that's one, and that'll just be an on tap one. That's just a carbonated one. 
thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got... Um, for those just listening, I pulled up the list for two <laughs> see what drinks we're serving. We're doing a uh, salted caramel espresso martini. Oh, wow. Uh, we've done that one at our fall pop-ups now that we've been open so long. Mm-hmm. Well, I bet that's a hit that drink. That it was, was actually a big hit. That was our first. One of the very first, first events we one did. One of our very first drinks. Yeah. Uh, we got the blood orange spritz. Um, that's just uh, going to be an aperitif with like sparkling white wine and San blood orange San Pellegrino and orange sec, which is like triple sec. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also going to be doing a uh, tequila hazelnut pear cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're doing a uh, apple butter amaretto cocktail. Wow. And then we're doing a vanilla uh, fig and gin cocktail, too. So we're trying to do some things that are a little unorthodox, a little stranger. Tequila and pe- hazelnut kind of gives people like, uh-huh. Sounds like it'll work, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're different. <laughs> I'd get all of them. But it still sounds like it'll right. work. Yeah. And then on the uh, latte side of things, we're doing a Bananas Foster Latte, which is a homemade syrup that uh, we're using our N.A. rum. Uh, There's some heavy cream in there, Um, bananas, obviously, some cinnamon. So it's just kind of supposed to taste like Bananas Foster dessert. Um, We wanted to kind of set ourselves apart than just like pumpkin spice and just like the regular fall drinks that Mm -hmm. people are used to. So, but of course, people want pumpkin. So we're doing a um, <laughs> pumpkin vanilla bourbon latte. Nice. Yeah, I like um, it. Nice. So we're gonna do that, and then we've got a, sm- a smoked maple chicory pecan latte as well wow. that we're doing. So there's some of them, and I'm gonna reveal them all. Yeah, but, uh, that's extravagant. Yeah, so, those are some luxury drinks. Yeah, I mean they're they're craft cocktails and craft lattes. Yeah, so yeah. we had to craft them up, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. And I know we we did cover this on the first pod, but um, can you give more insight as to like where you're sourcing the alcohol free, yeah. like like the alcohol free rum? Just for um, p- people are wondering. Just what, yeah. I mean, we're getting most of our stuff from like wholesalers, mm-hmm. but uh, you can get. Most of them from Lawrence AF, Generation mm-hmm. NA, mm-hmm. even um, Kroger's starting to sell a lot of the NA beers now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the liquor stores do too. Some of the brands uh, we use, uh, Cut Above is what we're using for our whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're using Ritual for our um, rum and for our uh, gin. Mm-hmm. And then Tequila, we use Spiritless. Uh, sometimes we use Ritual too, um, and actually we just got some samples from uh, Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he launched an NA tequila brand, oh, wow. um, so we might start carrying some of that nice. too. Very nice. See if we can get him out to the space. To uh-huh. do oh, that'd be cool. Because yeah. a lot of the uh, other ones, like the independent companies, like the owners will come out and do tastings or cocktail events mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and we've, I mean, we've seen crazier. Corn came to Noble Tea and Coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what did, really? Corn, corn, the band Corn, oh, corn. they have really? their own coffee Camden Noble Coffee. Yeah. yeah, they got a, co- a coffee blend uh, and a coffee. That's awesome. So what they do is they like they're like a ghost kitchen, you know. So they will go to local shops uh, in cities that they're on tour, bring in their coffee, bring in their merch, bring in their own espresso blends, their own little uh, menu, mm-hmm. uh, their own drinks and stuff, and then they'll do meet and greets. So sweet. stranger things have happened. So yeah, yeah, yeah. us getting Danny Trejo sounds crazy, but. It, he you might actually know. be down because yeah. yeah. I guess he's been sober for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Okay. So wow. uh, I know uh, 
Katy Perry has a sober uh, NA beverage company. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a few celebrities mm-hmm. who have gotten into it. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, great. Hopefully we can get a few of them yeah, out might there. as well. Yeah. So yeah, those are some of the places you can get them. I feel like Trejo is a little more likely than Perry, to be honest. <laughs> right. no, probably, yeah. but yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. I mean, hey, if they're on tour in the Midwest, right, right, through, that's what I'm saying. Make an appearance. Hey, yeah, Chicago's not that far. If they're at House of Blues, uh, you know yeah. who just quit drinking, which is crazy, Burt Kreischer. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, really? he just quit drinking, and he's like, hey, come and have him do a drinking. set. Yeah, have him do a set at the. At how long do you wow. think that's gonna last? Do you think this is the long? <laughs> so, <long-term? laughs> no, I mean, I just, did I he do sober October with Joe? Well, Silver October hasn't happened yet. No, I mean, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He usually does. Yeah, yeah, he usually does. But he is, I think, two months in at the end of this month. And then he's planning on going through October, too. That's impressive. Yeah. Hey. There we go. Christmas present. Well, is he, is he sober sober or is he California sober? California sober. Uh, yeah. uh, that's so he's, he's doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's cool. Good alternative. He's, he's, he's just fine. <laughs> okay. That's like, uh, did you guys ever watch the original Two and a Half Men with Charlie Sheen? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So there's an episode where he, he quits drinking and Alan comes home and he sees Charlie with a beer while he's watching like football or something. He goes, Charlie, what are you doing? I'm watching the game. You said you were going to quit drinking. I did. This is beer. <laughs> and like the next night he comes comes home and Charlie's got a glass of wine. He goes, I thought you were going to quit drinking. I did. This is a glass of wine. It doesn't count. Liquor wow. only counts. <laughs> Liquor. Nice. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Nice. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, all right. So I know uh, we're a little shorter today. I want to make sure we cover everything you guys want to because we'll probably release it. Well, not probably. We'll release this week of. Right. So I want to make sure we cover all the things. We got about... Seven, eight, nine minutes. So, yeah, anything else else we've covered? Design, vibes, uh, menu, anything else people need to know uh, or just build the hype for them to get ready for uh, your all's lounge? Off the the dome? No, not really. (laughs) This man out here. (laughs) Um, Crafting cocktails and dad jokes. And and dad jokes, yeah. (laughs) Hey, man, I mean, you become a dad and it's instantaneous. They start coming, they just start flowing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Obviously, uh, I can go over the hours again. Like I said, we'll be open Monday through Thursday, eight a eight or no seven a.m. to ten p.m. And then Friday and Saturdays, we'll open at the same time, but we'll stay open till midnight. And if business is good and the events are good and people are liking being there that late, we might push it to one two as long as employees are cool mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sunday is the only day that's a little bit shorter, eight a.m. to eight p.m. Just because. It's a little bit more of a slow day just in general for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a day before you go back to work, rejuvenate a little yep. bit. People aren't usually out as much. Um, football on Sundays, though. That's true. Not maybe. Good football crowd. <laughs> maybe too. I mean, we don't have any TVs in the space as of right now. Okay. Um, you just wheel one in for football Sundays. Right. That's why I said yeah. as of right now, maybe have we just could rows do of a laptops low key, across the bar. Yeah. <laughs> low key, the, uh, the one wall uh, where death will be, we could put a projector thing yeah mm. that'd be Bring cool it down and yeah it. so there's some options um maybe football on sunday yo, you'll get <laughs> some go. people that want that yeah i mean definitely people uh would want a vibe like that and i've i've thought about for potential future uh spaces mm-hmm. because like i said we're kind of we call ourselves the zero proof lounge a lounge is a very specific type of bar uh, whereas like a parks pub is a very different vibe you know tv you got the world cup going you got mm-hmm. 
uh, Super Bowl. I'm really struggling to think of sports <laughs> things. I'm not a sports guy. That really took a lot from me. I was like, what's it called? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a pub. It's not sports. <laughs> so they... Uh, we, we've uh, thought of about doing like other s- locations that kind of cater to that mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of bar mm-hmm. vibe um, or like I've had some people hit us up about pool tables in the space and I'm like there's kind of a spot where we could put one sometimes but like I don't know it's just kind of a different vibe you know mm-hmm. but I think yeah. I think uh, there's definitely a audience and a crowd of, of sober individuals who would want that specific type of bar vibe. So yeah. maybe in the future we could do something like that. Um, our next uh, business idea, um, we will probably have end up having alcohol at it, but we've thought about making two rooms where there's sort of a sober room and a non-sober room so that okay. you can still kind of cater to that because – while this is our mission for this particular location and this particular vision, we're not against drinking, but we want to make sure that in any future uh, spaces we create that there's still somewhat of a welcome environment to anybody mm-hmm. yeah. who's, who's sober or not drinking for any mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yeah, at the very minimum, anything that we do include alcohol in will also have a sober menu. Right. Yeah. In mm-hmm. any cool. space we do. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as hyping up this space um i mean yeah we're opening october 28th the 27th is the vip party um and yeah we're excited for sober october we're excited to be a part of the community we're excited for just to see what this world of na beverages has in store for us i guess Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know if max has anything to yeah i think uh, (laughs) pretty much covered everything i had to say yeah if there's any yeah, I would. Other questions uh, well, you guys have for us, and maybe like we are, we've talked about this sporadically, but like just to end, I mean, I know we talked about getting this open before yeah. other potential competitors mm-hmm. or places may open. As you like look forward to the next couple years, like what do you guys think is going to make your brand different? Is mm-hmm. there anything that you want to highlight about your brand? What's going to make it unique? What's going to make it kind of stand above any future competitors that come into the space? And I guess how your brand yeah. fits into this big industry. Yeah, I think, um, so what we've already seen technically, however you want to look at it, we might not be the first anymore because uh, Wild Eye, I don't know if you guys have heard of them, mm-hmm. um, Wild Eye Lounge there in um, Fountain Square, they're a uh, dab? Yeah, it's a hash it. bar. Um, so they're doing, basically you pay per per dab, essentially, Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. which no way in hell you'd get away with that up here but in Fountain yeah. Square it's a little bit more lax they oh, can do sure. some more stuff like that yeah. um, and they do have they've got a small menu of mocktails in there because you can't serve THC and alcohol and they do serve oh, okay. like athletic in that way they do all beers. like hemp derived things stuff yeah like that. Yep, okay. absolutely yeah. Um, and so while technically we may not be the first alcohol-free. We're still the so- first sober lounge yes. in, mm-hmm. in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of what I was... Why I was and no, no hate to Wild Eye. We love those guys. They're awesome. Yeah. I went down yeah. there and had sure. a four-hour conversation with their owner right before they opened. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Just happened to run into him on the street. And he's nice. a great guy. We, mm-hmm. we like yeah. them a lot. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think yeah. what they're doing is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's but a cool venture. Yeah, yeah, to answer your question, the reason I brought that up is because I feel like with us, at least this location, the Zero Proof Lounge... It'll be completely sober, um, and with that, um, I feel like a lot of other places are going to be either in a bar and dab 
lounge or in a bar and this and that. And I mean, mm-hmm. ours is the coffee shop with this. So I feel like that in and of itself, mm-hmm. we kind of cornered, <laughs> at least in Fishers, that market where it's coffee and the NA beverages. So I feel like everyone is going to just kind of do NA beverages and this. Yeah. Whatever that, that is. Yeah. I yeah. feel like each place will kind of strive to make themselves different um, so that nobody's copying each other. So I think. Um, I don't know. I just I, I foresee if other places start popping up that none of them will quite be the exact combo of a coffee shop and an NA bar. Yeah, sure. exactly. That, that would be my guess. And then with the, our, the brand itself, you know, we kind of market ourselves off of Memento Mori, Memento Vivide. I maybe somebody else will copy that. I guess so. I I don't know, but yeah, I think our the way that we think about business and my background being in marketing and and Max being more of a people person and really being a uh, cultivating relationships type of guy, I just feel like our mindset and the way we're going about the business, um, I don't know. I, I Maybe I'm gassing myself up, but <laughs> we just, um, we really obsess over over the brand and making everything on brand I mean, and over the experience that the customer is going to have, right. you know, yeah. we're Just we're very obsessed. This is going to be a weird off offshoot thing, but I got a lot of information from Top Golf working there. One of the big things that they taught me is when you're building a brand and you have a customer walking in to experience a physical space, if you go into Top Golf, there is not an angle you can look. You cannot turn your head without seeing a Top Golf logo. Yeah, down to the urinal cakes of Top Golf logos. Yeah, yeah. So Smart, it's things yeah. like that where you want to make sure, and we don't necessarily take it to the point of putting the Memento logo on everything, but everywhere you turn, you want to see that brand. You want to yeah. feel the yeah. same no matter where you're at yeah. in the space and what you're doing. Yeah, that's uh, a great point. we are slowly going back to the value engineering thing. Some of that will come a little mm-hmm. bit later because you look at the price for regular napkins and the price for napkins with the logo on it and all of right. a sudden the regular napkins look really good yeah. so <laughs> I like that shade of white <laughs> right yeah. like it was uh, for the amount that we were looking at it was 50 cents per napkin wow. I was like every time somebody wipes their face 50 cents. 50, cents. 50 cents and I was like nah I'm not doing that <laughs> but it, it was the quantity that I was going to order too if, yeah. if you order like 20,000 of them then yeah, it's, yeah, it's know, way cheaper. A, a penny yeah. a napkin. So yeah. some of that stuff we'll add in later, but a lot of companies that aren't that are local don't take it that far. It's mm-hmm. usually like mm-hmm. franchises like McDonald's and um, even like Clean Juice and stuff where you see like their napkins are branded, their cups are branded, the uh, little paper on the tray for the food has the little brand yeah. pattern. We're really conscientious of uh, that type of stuff and bringing that into it. Like he said, urinal cakes. We didn't do that. <laughs> no. We don't have urinals, first <laughs> off. But I, I would do that. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the type of stuff that I, I'm yeah. willing to do. And I feel like a lot of local businesses don't really take it that far. They're not really worried. You see, like, not the crap on any local businesses, but you see, like, chicken store. And that's, like, their whole sign. Right. It's just yeah. a chicken shop. Yeah. And it's, like... Nah, no, that doesn't fly for me. <laughs> yeah, like everything's got to be on brand. Our, uh, even our, our cups, our bowls, like all of everything's mm-hmm. gonna have text on it or graphics on it that mm-hmm. have to do with the brand skulls or something like that. So yeah, yeah. I think that'll really kind of set us apart from mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Smart. And what yeah. people will feel when they walk yeah. in there, and yeah, that's absolutely. everywhere they turn, like you said. That's yeah. good. I love yeah. that. 
Well, uh, guys, thanks for joining us again. Absolutely. Thank We're you super for excited Thank to, you. Uh, to come to the, the opening yeah, I can't and, wait. and see what you guys created. Where can people find you? Socials, website, yep. plug that real quick. We actually changed them, so it's good that we're mentioning this. So we are now Memento Zero Proof instead of Memento Retail on everything. So our website is now MementoZeroProof.com. Instagram is now at Memento Zero Proof. Same thing with our Facebook and our right. YouTube. Uh, we don't have a X account, is that what it's called? <laughs> Twitter. X Twitter. We don't have an X account yet, but if we do, it'll be at Memento Zero Proof. Yeah. We yeah. are on threads, although I haven't used it much. Uh, at Memento Zero Proof. So you can okay, sweet, awesome guys. So, yeah. All right, thank guys, you. we look forward to it. I think this is going to be a big hit. So yes. yeah, thank uh, you. Congratulations on getting a date, and yes. uh, we look forward to coming out. Yeah, awesome. thank you for having us. Yep. Thanks. All right, guys, thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we are out of here. Thank you.